So this is another episodic of the of panic attack with Big John. Um, it's July second, twenty twenty. Just um, catching up on some things. I don't know some headlines and things that have been going on in the the world and the news and so on and so forth need to catch up on sleep evidently but um so Donald Trump has this oh I forgot I'm supposed to tell you guys to like share and subscribe Uh, I've been forgetting to do that in my videos and podcasts so Trump has this big plan for uh, a 4th of July celebration at Mount Rushmore now remember the first year he was in office he wanted a big 4th of July thing on uh, well he did have a big 4th of July celebration in Washington, but he wanted to have like a military parade and you know tanks and troops and this and that marching down the street and people got their uh, panties on a bunch because he uh, well they said that it was um, like a a dictatorship you know, like you used to see the big May Day parades in Russia and they would have the military and all their fake missiles like real those weren't real missiles they were um, cardboard and wooden missiles that were like you know, things they intended to build but they hadn't <laughs> but anyways uh, you know like North Korea does these military parades and stuff and so that's what he was compared to. So this year he want he was doing a celebration, fireworks, uh, Air Force jet flyover at Mount Rushmore. Uh, President, the article from the L.A. Times, uh, what's their headline? Trump's planned visit to Mount Rushmore for July 4 draws. So I touched on this in a previous video, but we'll go a little further. Uh, The article reads, President Trump's plans to kick off 4th of July celebrations with a showy display at Mount Rushmore are drawing sharp criticism from Native Americans who view the monument as a desecration of land violently stolen from them and used to pay homage to hostile leaders to native people. (laughs) Okay. Tell me when Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and Theodore Roosevelt were ever hostile to native people. Uh, If Trump made any mistake this past week, 
it, it was uh, defending the Andrew Jackson statue in uh, the park across from the White House. Andrew Jackson was the president that rounded the Indians up in the Trail of Tears and all of that. Not Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt, or Jefferson. Um, I'm just, because I, I know what is going to be said here, because I've read it already. The uh, Lakota tribe, which is a sub-tribe of the Sioux Nation, is saying that this land was taken from them. Well, they got the land by taking it from other tribes and Indians that were living in the plains at that time. The Lakota were known as great warriors. They were feared by feared. Okay, you don't become feared unless you're aggressive, violent, and taking land from other people. So they got this land, whether you want to call it the Sioux or the Lakota or whoever, by taking it from others, and then they complain that somebody took it from them. All right. I do believe the option was on the table to live peacefully with the folks that were heading westward. And I don't know how the Sioux or the Lakota marked off their territory, but it's kind of like they picked the fight and they lost. Okay. But they were great warriors. They took land from other people, other Indians, Native Americans, indigenous people, whatever you want to call them. This idea now that the 4th of July or Independence Day is a racist holiday and that if you know Trump celebrates this racist holiday at Mount Rushmore and now they're calling for Mount Rushmore to be tore down uh, because of racism look man there are two no, the two least racist presidents probably in American history are Abraham Lincoln and Theodore Roosevelt Roosevelt wrote many times that you know all people should have equal rights you know and was you know for you know he came after slavery had ended for quite a while and you know he didn't do anything that I've ever read to the Native Americans um, you know so why they're saying he was a racist I don't know Lincoln freed the slaves. Now, you know, there been, there's been talk that, you know, he wrote some things uh, that he didn't feel that, you know, black Africans were equal to whites. I don't believe that. I'd have to see it with my own eyes. Uh, he did have a plan to give money to the slaves and... Uh, give them what they needed to go back to Africa and set up uh, their own colonies. But maybe that was assumed because 
you know, they were captured by other Africans, brought to America forcefully, uh, and maybe he thought they wanted to go back to their home country, and he was just going to give them the option. What I don't ever remember reading anything where he was going to force them back. I mean, he was going to give them, from what I've heard recently in the news, he was going to give them money and resources to start colonies. So he was going to set them up in their own land and let them live peacefully on their own. I don't think that's racist. Um, You would assume somebody that's been stolen from their home country would like to go back there or their homeland. Um, But anyways... You know, it's not a thing of, you know, in the 80s, 90s, and even now, some people, crackers, think that, you know, blacks should go back to Africa. Hell no. This is America. Everybody can come here legally, stay here, you know, pay your taxes, work, and be free. I don't care what race or color or whatever you are. Uh, You know, sexual orientation, religion, you know melt into our society and make it better is what I say but now that you know because it's Donald Trump wanting to put on a great show for America and be America's cheerleader which Joe Biden says is a bad thing Joe Biden says it's bad to be proud of America and be America's cheerleader Uh, you know, this has all become a big racist thing because Trump wants to celebrate the 4th of July uh, on a monument that was dedicated to what were considered four of our best presidents. I question Theodore Roosevelt as one of the best, but he did do a lot domestically. But... uh, you know, the guy that built the, or designed, he didn't build it himself, that Mount Rushmore was a, a prejudiced, racist guy, but that doesn't mean, you know, the other people that put the funding and the work into building Mount Rushmore were, you know, racist, evil people, and it doesn't mean it represents anything racist. Um, other headlines that just made me go no shit Sherlock Uh, (laughs) the Senate Republicans are going to try to end the $600 bonus people have been getting for unemployment and this just made me go no shit Sherlock when they did this $600 additional on top of your unemployment wages. A lot of people said, well, now I'm gonna make more money on unemployment than I was making to begin with. And this money When I first heard about it, the very first news I heard was that this was going to be for tipped 
tipped employees, like waitresses and bartenders, that don't make much hourly, but rely on tips. Well, then it went to everybody that was considered quote-unquote low income. And they started making more money on unemployment than they were at their jobs. And I heard people bragging about this. Hey, I'm not going back to work until they force me to because I'm making more. I'm going to I'm going to make more. They hadn't even gotten the unemployment check yet. I'm going to make more on unemployment than I did working. So of course the Senate Republicans are going to catch hell for this, but it's true. Employers, employers are having a hard time getting employees to come back to work because they're making more on unemployment than they are they, they would at their job. Now Ohio, we have a reporting system where your employer can uh, click a button and say, you know, my employee refused to come back to work and then you lose your unemployment benefits and that's how it should be. Uh, you know, when the employers pay that unemployment tax or employee tax, they're paying into unemployment, right? That cost gets passed on to the consumer. So if people are abusing the unemployment system, they're abusing the consumer. Okay, that tax does not just get absorbed by the employer. It gets paid for by the rest of us uh, in the cost of the service or product we're buying. So getting people off unemployment and back to work is going to be good. Now, they are talking about a second round of stimulus checks because businesses are closing up again, being forced to close because of the spike in, or in, I shouldn't say a spike, but an increase in the number of virus cases. The thing is, the number of cases is going up, uh, but the number of hospitalizations is not going up that much. The number of ICU cases is not going up very much, and the number of deaths is not increasing by much. In fact, the number of deaths per day may actually be going down. Now, there are people in the government that want to test more people that aren't sick or symptomatic, but are in that age range that we were told was kind of safe, uh, that wouldn't, you know, suffer severe effects of the virus, uh, the like 18 to 40 group. And all they're doing is just trying to make it look worse than it is. Oh, no, they, 
Remember when uh, they're going to say, remember when you were told if you were 18 to 40, you couldn't get this virus? No, that's not what we were told. We were told if you're 18 to 40 and are in pretty good health, actually, if you're like anywhere from, you know, five or six years old up to the age of 60, they said that, you know, and you were in good health, this virus wouldn't hurt you very much. And it's still not hurting very many people in that age range. The average age of death of a person with the virus is older than the average life expectancy. And almost everyone has underlying health conditions that's died from this. You know, you have a few people that are, you know, healthy, or at least they say in the news, oh my gosh, a person in perfect health is has died from you know the virus and then you read further into the article and they're a type 1 diabetic which means you're born diabetic uh you know that's a big underlying health condition so anyways but yeah people uh using and abusing the um unemployment system has got to stop and this $600 bonus has got to stop. I, however, am an essential worker and have worked all the way through this and damn it, I think I deserve a bonus from my employer and I want another welfare check from the government, damn it. Anyways. So, this uh, lady in Colorado Colorado won a GOP primary and her opponent was endorsed by Trump but she's known as the only pistol packing restaurant owner and she's a Q, a non-sympathizer, they say. Uh, who says this? Let's see. What news rag I got this from? Oh, The Guardian. Lauren Bobert. At least that's how I'm pronouncing her name. There's a link in the description. She's pretty hot. The Q, a non-sympathizer who won a Republican primary. Uh, Q Anon is spelled Q, capital Q, capital A, N O N, is a far right conspiracy theory detailing a supposed secret plot by an alleged deep state against U.S. President Donald Trump and his supporters. Um, This is all over the news. Colorado GOP candidate is latest or is latest linked to QAnon conspiracy theory. QAnon conspiracy theorist on the ballot shows Trump's influence. Gun rights activist who supports QAnon defeats five-term congressman. Uh, here's the article I'm about to read to you. Who is Lauren Bobart? the QAnon sympathizer. Uh, Nearly 600,000 people have voted for candidates who support QAnon. Uh, 
Anyways, let's check out Lauren and see what she's up to. Lauren Bobart. At least that's how I say her name. Lauren Bobart isn't the only pistol packing on the job restaurant owner in America. And she isn't the first fan of the conspiracy theory QAnon to run for office, but she may be the first woman to combine those unusual elements. She's pretty cute. She wears, sometimes she wears glasses, sometimes she doesn't. Um, and she may have helped propel, oh, and they may have helped propel her to win a Congressional primary Tuesday. I just hope she's smarter than Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin, you know, they brought her out and she was supposed to be this, you know, you know, gun toting, uh, rootin' tootin' hockey mom from Alaska, and she was dumber in a box of rocks. Uh, Trump collab congratulated Bobart on her surprise victory in Colorado primary even after endorsing her opponent, long-standing Congressman Scott Tipton. So she's probably got a pretty good chance to win in the fall because it sounds like it's a GOP district. Um, Tipton must have just fallen out of favor. Let's listen to a little commercial that Lauren put together here. Is it gonna... Okay, whoops, gotta turn the volume. Oh, Colorado. Oh, come on. We're raising diligently to be strong. Okay, let's start at the beginning. I am the owner of Shooter's Grill in Rifle, Colorado. I am the mother of four boys who I am raising diligently to be strong men. And that will not come from entitlement or safe spaces or government overreach. It's going to come from hard work and dedication and the conservative values that we are instilling in them. I have been advocating for freedom. All of us want to protect people. We don't differ in our hearts. We differ in data and facts. In Aurora, Colorado, former presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke came here to double down on his gun confiscation plan to tell law-abiding citizens that he was going to take away their guns. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. I showed up from three hours away with my Glock on my hip, and I grabbed that microphone, and I told him, hell no, you're not. That's pretty cool. <laughs> she carries a Glock on her hip. That's funny. So, yeah, there's a lot of pictures with her uh, with a, a gun strapped around her leg and everything. And uh, kudos to her. I hope she goes to Washington and uh, puts in good work and does good for the country and everybody else. So with that, you know, hey, uh, pray for each other. God bless you. Thanks for listening, uh, watching and whatever. And I'll see you the next time.